You know how fast you're going? What? How fast you're going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot, turn this off before you get butt hurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Welcome to Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast. I'm your host, as always, the Iceman. The Iceman cometh. Yes, that's me. We have a guest in the studio today. I don't know. Let's see if we can get them started up here. Y'all have heard me talk about him before. The Tale of the Tot. Behold the humble tater tot. That's right. The tater tots in the clubhouse. Of course, he can be a full patch member because he is a full-time motor cop. My current partner in crime. No, hold on. We, we're not crime. In law. <laughs> I did that on purpose. Crime and law? <laughs> crime and law. So let's welcome. Say hello, tot. Hello. Now, we're going to get this out the way before I even answer my questions, because he keeps wanting to bring it up. How he came to the name of the tater tot, because he's going to tell you, he don't even like tater tots. He likes onion rings. Uh, Yeah, I'm more of an onion ring guy. Uh, Don't even really like french fries. He thinks I sound like, maybe in person I do, I don't know. Uh, Robert and April disagree. As you'll hear in that episode, go back and listen. The Robert April episode, but uh, he thinks that I sound like Ron White in person and some of my mannerisms and stuff like that. So he decided he was going to call me Tater Salad. Mm-hmm. So I told him, fine, if I'm Tater Salad, you're going to be the sidekick Tater Tot. So thus the name Tater Tot. That is was. the true tale of the tot. Yes, yeah, so that's how he became Tater Tot. If he puts cheese and bacon on the tots, he might like them. I know Bam, she loves the tots. She loves tater tots every time we go to Sonic. Tater tot, tater tot, tater tots. So he needs to expand his horizon into. I'm not saying I never <laughs> eat them. I just, they're not my favorite. You don't have to like them to be named after them. Yeah, you. <laughs> you gave me the name. I, I gave you the name. So. That's right. It's on the back of the helmet, too. Yep, it's on this helmet. I got Tater salad on mine for the time being. Uh, oh, it's staying. One day, I do have an Iceman sticker to put on it. And tater tots coming off. And tater, That's why I haven't taken it off, because he, he don't want to wear tater tots if I don't have tater salad. Like Kirby has it on his. Hopefully one day we'll get Kirby's partner Squidworth on here. Remember I talk, we talked about him? Little skinny fucker needs to eat some food with no ass at all. So we're going to get into questions. Uh what is your favorite movie? Favorite movie? Uh, 
even though he's the main star, played football for the University of Alabama. I am a Forrest Gump fan. Love the movie. Uh, every time I'm channel surfing, my wife don't like it too much. Every time I'm channel surfing and I see Forrest Gump in the guide, I got to stop and start watching it. And I'll watch at least, you know, 30, 40 seconds of it till she speaks up and says, uh, this again. I'm like, well, but I know, I mean, I know the, I know the movie damn near word for word, word for word. <laughs> Uh, I've watched it so many times. I do like it. It's a long ass movie too, so that's a lot of words to remember. I do enjoy that movie a lot. Me, me and Bam, we got two movies that we do that too. If I see it, if we're scrolling and see it, gonna stop and watch it. The Wizard of Oz and Grease. It's once we're gonna stop and just start watching. The it. wife likes Grease. I love Grease. They're not. Yeah. We tried to watch that Grease live when they did. I had to turn it off. It's you just can't redo original artwork like that. You know, Livy Newton-John was very hot in her black leather pants at the end. My favorite part in the movie. But I do like <laughs> Forrest Gump because I do know what love is, Jenny. I'm not a stupid man. Yeah. Jenny was a hoe, though. Yeah, she was a – She basically, <laughs> if it would have been, been farther up in time, instead of – she'd have been a crack hoe. That's right. But she was shooting needles at the time. So, But, yeah, she was a hoe. But Forrest loved her. Forrest did love her. Cause, and he was rich. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite TV show? Mm. Uh, I got several. Uh, it depends. I mean, I like, again, channel surfing. If I'm, you know, at the house by myself, just trying to find something. There's always a rerun of Two and a Half Men. I like that. I always thought that show was funny. Uh but oh, that was the one with Charlie Sheen. Charlie like, Sheen. I never watched yeah, that show. Yeah, yeah. I, f- I find it funny. Uh, some people don't. I do. Uh, more recently, I guess uh, the wife and I've been watching Yellowstone here lately. It's pretty good. I yeah, like we've it. had a lot of people tell yeah. us about that show. Yeah, uh, the crazy cat lady's like all up into the Yellowstone. I talked to her the other day. She's all she's talking about was that damn TV show. Yeah, more of a movie guy than TV guy, but. Like I said, the wife and I watch a few shows here and there. Yellowstone's the one we own now. We'll catch a, you know, something on Netflix. And know, a couple of weeks back, I'll hear was Ozark from me. Ozark, yeah, <laughs> been, yeah. And they're saying it's like two years before the next season comes out. Ozark was pretty good. Netflix has some good shows. The only thing is, is you binge watch it and then you got to wait like two or three years and you got to go back and watch the damn thing because you forgot everything that right. happened on it. Right. That's why we're. Right. I think I watched thirteen. Uh, reasons why twice just because all the other ones come out and I forgot what happened on the first one what is your favorite drink your beverage of choice Snapple Apple oh Jesus that Kirby <laughs> is a Snapple Apple guy I've never seen you drink Snapple Apple I actually tried it for the first time my parents came to the house uh, a couple weekends back my mom brought a case of it I tried it's pretty good but no um, it my favorite depends uh, on if um you know if my wife's with me and I have a designated driver, then I'm usually on some type of Crown product and Sprite. You know, maybe like a Crown Apple and Sprite, or just regular Crown or Crown Black, whatever. Some type of Crown and Sprite normally is my go-to on whiskey. But normally, if I don't like tonight, I'm on, I'm on my own. I'm just 
Michelob Ultra or Miller Lite, something like that. Yeah. Beer. Not the beer drinker. He is partaking in some uh, Old Smokey's delicious peanut butter flavored whiskey with the cran grape I was going to, I thought about bringing you the moonshine pickle, but you, know. I, you can keep the deuce juice shit. I'd save it and give it to Freebird <laughs> next time you come over. It's good, man. There, there's nothing good about anything pickled. Y'all can all keep it. <laughs> Bam's got the fucking pickle juice in the refrigerator. I told her she don't hurry up and drink that shit. It's going in garbage because it just makes me nauseated just to look at it. It's nasty. <laughs> but I was on the salted caramel. Old Tennessee It's great. But my new go-to right now is the peanut butter. Is peanut butter deliciousness, like drinking a peanut butter jelly sandwich with alcohol. It's good. I'm like I said, you fixed me one a little while ago. I'm trying it for the yes, first time. Very delicious. It's not bad. The sheriff's uh, secretary. I was talking to her about it a couple about last week or so. And she actually sent me a text with a picture of it, telling me thank you and how delicious it was. So. You people listening out there want something delicious, go get you some peanut butter whiskey and some cran grape. I tried it with the straight grape. Wasn't a fan. I like it with the cran grape. I don't know. I guess the cranberries are a little bit sour, so it takes, I don't know. It's not so sweet with the cran grape. So, Old Smokey, one day maybe you'll hear me and send me some free shit. I want some free shit, Old Smokey. I'll promote the shit out of you. <laughs> He has partaken in some of the unicorn titty milk last year at motor competition, so I didn't have to give him any of that because we all know unicorn titty milk is also very delicious. Uh, not not the main thing I remember milk. motor competition last year was that purple passion. Oh, the purple daiquiris! God, that shit is so delicious. Mm. We would start; they'd open at ten o'clock. They had a daiquiri place. It's like walk right across the street. Ten o'clock, they open. And we started drinking purple daiquiris at 10 o'clock in the morning. Pretty much. Every week. Every day. <laughs> for every for day, a week. For a week. Yes. Well, once I got out of, you know. But, yeah, after that. You know, yeah, you were stuck in jury duty. You stuck in jury duty, fool. <laughs> you did get out of that eventually. Eventually. Got out of it. So we talked about the TV shows and all of that stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I already know this answer, but I'll ask you. Are you a 10 or 15 over guy? That, again, that depends. Uh, early in my career, I was – I worked for a small town, and we that's pretty much all we did was rope tickets. So I was a pretty strict, you know, 11 over guy, and I had an open-door policy, you know, being if my door opened, you got a ticket. Um that's just the way I was. I mean, I, like me still today. Yeah, but you know, we don't have doors anymore. But no, yeah. but you, but you know, you, you work with me. You know, right? Pretty much, if I stop you, you're getting a ticket. Yeah, then you get mad whenever you, hey, bro, that's so and so's wife. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. But uh, anyway, you know, early in my career, I was a you know eleven over guy. Um, since I've been with the sheriff's office, I've kind of uh, slacked up a little bit. I'm more of a it's going to take about 13 before you even get my attention. Uh, I'll stop at 13. Uh, not necessarily mean I'm going to write at 13. Chances are I won't. Uh, but 15 and over, you're, 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 you're pretty much getting a ticket. 
You drugged the shit out that question, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. Like I said, it depends, man. It's not just cut and dry, you know. Everything's not so cut and dry in life, you know. I live in a gray area. I just, I just like writing tickets. I just write all the tickets. Yeah, we know. He knows. We'll be with somebody like he'll get him. It's like good thing he got you because if I got you, he'd be getting rid of you. Uh, right and, like, and like we were talking about earlier, work. I mean, you know, you know, you you. You like writing tickets, and you you know you, you write everybody, and you know I was like I was like that at one time, and you know my first ticket I ever wrote was to the uh, the city's clerk of court when I was like my first day on the job, first day my first day cut loose out in my patrol car by myself, and you know thirty six and a twenty five and stop her and wrote her ticket and never told me a word and. You know, showed up at the courthouse later on that day, and she's like, "Hey," I'm like, "Oh Lord." Well, I do say this. I do. I, our sheriff, and I ain't like, like I, said, I ain't no butt kisser, but he can vouch for you. The man's never called me and bitched me out of me writing somebody prominent or anything like that. He just lets me write it, and whatever happens after that happens, I really don't care. But he's never told me, "Hey, don't you do this or that or this or that." He lets me do my job, and he does his job. Because right. I've written, I wrote a, a, wasn't in our parish, but it was a mayor's wife a ticket. I wrote the. Been there. Our, our major now, I wrote his, his aunt a ticket. Couldn't <laughs> find out she was on the phone with the sheriff's wife at the time because they're best friends. But <laughs> I've never heard anything about. Well, of course, I also uh, stopped the sheriff that day, remember? Yeah, and the major. And the major in the vehicle. <laughs> So, no, I did not write that ticket, if you're wondering. Yeah. But I did pull the sheriff over. Yes, I did. Almost he, got run over by the major one the, time. Yeah, the major almost did run me over one time. What? Pulling a boat. <laughs> Pulling a boat, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't paying quite attention. And he tells me, I'm going to get my ass run over. I'm like, you need to pay more attention. <laughs> I was talking to the sheriff about it. The sheriff told me, well, just write him a ticket next time. I'm like, yeah, I know. I think I'm going to write the major ticket. Like said, while we're on the topic of tickets, you know, I mean, you got that, you know, where you're working at now. I mean, you got that luxury of you just don't know as many people as I do around the parish. And Yeah, I'm three years, three three years, a little more at the department now. Mm-hmm. I don't quite remember, but you've been there, what, 12, 14, 15 years? Uh, I'll, I'll make, what, 14 in December. At this department. Plus, he lives in that parish. Yep. And he's been there a long time. So My wife is from that parish. And, yeah, so he knows people. Big, I don't live she there. Has a big family. I don't live there. I wasn't raised there. Uh, had ever been there, really, before I started working there. So, they said, I have that luxury. Well, I don't know anybody. I'm starting to meet some people here and there, but I don't know who's who or what's what or who's related to who or, you know, who's daughter. I help he you does. One day I was about to he's like, Hey, that's uh, so and so's daughter. I'm like, who's that? He's like, he's one of our detectives. <laughs> <laughs> I know the man now, but I didn't know him from Adam at the time, you know. And uh, so, yeah, I do have that luxury. Today, we got called to a funeral, which is not uncommon. They call us on the radio, say, hey, we need to go such and such uh, church. It was probably what? Eight nine minutes away from something like that, and uh, next little town over in the parish from the one we were sitting in. 
said, well, they said they're going to be ready in like 40 minutes. We always like to get there a little bit early, so we went ahead and left. So we get there, you know. This was at like 11.02 we got this call. They were going to be ready in 40 minutes. Yeah, well. Two hours later. Two hours later when we <laughs> finally get to leave. Then then the guy, they were putting up like in one of these above ground tomb, concrete tomb thing. The guy, two guys, he, he asked if we could block the road so he could get back his truck in. Well, we did. Well, he went to back his truck in, and I didn't see it. The tot saw it. Said he backed straight into somebody's grave. I heard it too, like twice. Well, you seen he was he was. I don't know if you see all that either. I was in front of you, so, but he was having issues when he's backing up to the grave to put the top on. He was having issues with his front tires going over the curb, so he kept pulling forward, backing up, pulling forward, backing up. And when he finally got it up over the curb, just when wham, he backed into one of the graves that had already been there. So we ended up having to stay out there even another. 30, 45 minutes because he couldn't get all the way in because of the grave. So the front end of his truck is sticking out past the fog line on this state highway, which is as a speed limit. I don't think it's 65 right there. It's 45 maybe. right now. But everybody's doing 65. Yeah. <laughs> so we had to stay out there and block the lane. And here we go. He must have, they must have picked up the top of this tomb up eight freaking times up and down, up and down, up and down. I mean, I'm like, really? They finally fucking get it up. I'm like, ain't rocket science shit. I'm like, just choke up on it a little more, and you can get it up. Finally, they figured it out, and this is this man's job. I sent you a couple emojis about that. Yeah, because I wasn't happy. But I was like, really, this is fucking just ridiculous bullshit. I mean, we already spent, you know, two hours at a 40-minute funeral, and then we're, I'm waiting. And the whole time, I'm just sitting there looking at me. I'm waiting to get rear-ended. And then, then we hear a a, a hit, <laughs> hit and run. A hit and run at the bank parking lot. First of all, it's not going to be a hit and run. It's going to be a damaged property because it's on private property. Uh, the shift sergeant worked that zone and he got it because we were like ten fifteen minutes away from it at least. So we go on over there anyway. Pull up. The man came back. The bank called him and said, hey, this lady's saying you hit her car and all that stuff like that. So he didn't even know, realize he hit anything. Came back and we get out and I'm looking. We're both looking at the back of this car. I walked all the way around the suspect's car <laughs> and twice. I'm sitting there looking. I was like, I was like where'd happen? It's like, well, he said that they just got backed into her. There, the, the bumper was dirty. There wasn't even a spot where the fucking dirt was messed up on this car. I'm talking, there was not a scratch, a dent, a scuff mark, no paint transfer, nothing. Even the spot that she was trying to say was damaged, you could still see the, like... Road grime. Yeah, like the water, like the water spots from the rain earlier today. Not one. I mean, you couldn't see, there was nothing on his car, nothing on her car. This woman was pitching a fit. Saying what a guy threw, I wasn't in the car with my my husband. I don't know who he was. Some man, husband, wife. I mean, husband, uh, boyfriend, son. I don't know who he was. Said he felt the car rock. I'm like, okay, with with I'll stay in the conversation because I'd I'd have been like, lady, there's nothing wrong with your car at all. And she's saying, well, something behind there may be damaged. Like, really? I'm like looking like really there's. If something behind it was damaged, the 
front of it would be fucking damaged. Yeah, there's no chips, no nothing on the paint, but you think your inner bumper's damaged. Yeah, the the inner bumper. She must have internal injuries on her car. I don't know. She'll probably claim that it's fucking leaking oil now and driving crooked down the highway, wanting to sue this guy in. I mean, I like zero zero damage. I looked at the sergeant. I said, "I'll write this if you want." No, I got. It. I said, "I know my second sentence would be, I was unable to locate any damage on any vehicle because <laughs> the way she was talking, after doing this long enough, Todd will tell you, you can tell when somebody's just looking to sue somebody else over some." She went to changing her story a little bit toward the end there too, and she was really, you know, being real animate that well, I wasn't in the vehicle. He was, you yeah. Know what I mean? Like I was saying, he's going to have whiplash, brain damage. He's going to get home. He's going to have erectile dysfunction and anal leakage from supposedly this car. <laughs> Fucking, I mean, he got we got bumped in the parking lot. Now he's just shitting all over himself. Oh, they, I mean, it's because of the crash. It loosened his ass up. I mean, yeah. it's, it's going to be something. She's gonna, we need $10,000 to fix his butthole. You know, the sad thing is, if she makes a claim and fights it hard enough, that they're going to pay it oh, because they'll, they'll, it's cheaper for them to pay it and not go to court. That's why we pay such a high insurance fee. It's because motherfuckers want to call, you know, these lawyers. They got billboards all over. I think there was a thing on the news not too long ago with the whole state. Yeah, they were talking about, uh, how do I want to put it? You might have saw it where state of Louisiana has like, more billboards and like stuff for civil attorneys wanting to sue people than I think any other state in the country. I remember seeing something on the news a while back about they were trying to do something like yeah, some type of tort reform. It got know, shot down. Limit billboards. I seen something, some type of insurance tort reform or whatever, and they shot it down. But I don't, I don't recall exactly anything about billboards. It was there. I don't remember what it was. But anyway, she's probably gonna call one of them lawyers. Oh. Because her, whoever he was, significant other, whoever, you know, that he's going to have medical problems now because the car was hit so hard it didn't leave a scratch on it. But he's having nightmares over it. Like I said, everything else. And he'll get money because it's cheaper to give him 10 grand than it is fight him in court. Yeah. So you tell me, since I've been rambling on here, we're supposed to be here listening to some of your stories. I know you wrote yourself some notes. Yeah, I made a few. Let's see if I can get to them here. You did ask me what my favorite restaurant was. Oh, what's your favorite restaurant? Chee Chee's. <laughs> <laughs> For all you younger people out there, that was a restaurant that no longer exists uh, anymore. Actually, you know, my favorite restaurant in Paul Rands in Baton Rouge, but I also wanted to give a little shout out to Jersey Mike Subs for that number 56 Big Kahuna Cheesesteak. You ever had that? I ain't never heard of Jersey oh, Mike. That's about 18 inches of pure awesomeness if you ain't never had that before. So just throwing it out there. I uh, think that was a title on some porn clip or something. Yep. <laughs> uh, 18 should. inches of pure awesomeness. Never been told that before, have you? No, they'd have to tell me that like 10 times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, since we're going to talk about stories, I guess I'll talk about my first story ever uh reason why i call it that is um is it the first story first ever? story ever in my career i was a young uh rookie well i mean i wasn't young whenever i got started i was actually 20 
24, 25 years old when I got started in his career. So I was That's a little bit late. Yeah, a little bit later than some, though. I mean, I know some guys that got started when they was, you know, fresh out of high school. Uh, but my very first story happened probably the first week that I was cut loose on my own, which if you give me the opportunity later on, I'll talk about that too. But um, so you know, I was working day shifts that day, and uh, PD I worked for at the time, uh, we didn't have take-home units, nothing like that. This is, you know, back in 2003, uh, small PD. Um, so we all kind of met up in the parking lot of the PD in the mornings or in, in the evenings when we made shift change and uh, swap cars out. You know, cars got, you know, I forget exactly what we called them, but they they got hot ran. Like I ran it one day, then my guy coming in behind me would jump back jump in it and he ran him cars got ran pretty much 24 7 like 24 hours back yeah um so we're sitting in the parking lot and you know we're shooting the shit you know talking about they talk about what happened last night you know the night before whatever and you know our dispatch comes across the radio and tells us a report of shots fired and one of the uh projects and uh housing projects in there in the city um, so they're coming off, we're coming on, you know, I mean, this small town we lived in, we don't get a whole lot of shot fired calls, you know what I mean? So those guys kind of just jumped in the cars with us, you know I mean? I'm the rookie, so nobody jumped in the car with me for some reason. I don't know. I've kind of felt bad about that. They wonder what you shoot in your fucking back. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, did, I actually didn't get offended. I mean, I understood it, but, um, you, you know, know, so we all kind of jump in the cars and start heading toward you know, where the call is. So we pull up there, you know, and, you know, we only had three units. So we got about six guys and three units and, uh, we pull up, you know, and I'm actually the last one in line. So, uh, I really, as I tell the story, you'll I really don't understand how I was the unfortunate soul. But anyway, so we pull up and, uh, as soon as we pull up this woman, comes running out of the house and uh she naked a uh, butt naked but was naked. it the naked you want to look at she naked have, you don't she didn't look even at. have socks on she <laughs> she just came running out the house and it's you know one I'm of them barefoot you know, naked yeah it's one you know one of them houses you know kind of like you know call a shotgun house or whatever you know straight house front door on the front porch sits up off the ground two or three foot let me clarify for all of our out-of-state people and country and other stuff a shotgun house is a house they call it a shotgun house because if you open the front door and open the back door you can shoot a shotgun clean through the house straight through it because they have rooms on either side they were built like that a long time ago because they didn't have air conditioner and they'd open up both the doors so they could get the breeze blowing through the house didn't mean to interrupt you but thanks for the history lesson ice man you're welcome <laughs> uh so anyway, so she comes running out the house, uh, you know, so when we pull up, door flies open, she comes running the house. She, the best way I can describe her, I don't know, I mean, I know you're not a sports fan, but have you ever heard of Lolo Jones? I know who Lolo Jones is. Used to be is. a track star there. Yes, yeah. I think she was on, uh, like, Celebrity Big Brother or something. Yeah, so <laughs> That's I'm, the only reason I know why. The best way I can describe this chick, she comes running out the house, she jumps off the porch, butt naked, got a four-foot chain-link fence in the front of the house, she doesn't open the gate. She hurdles the gate. Uh, That's quite impressive. It was. <laughs> um, so 
hurdles the gate. And earlier I said that I was the last of the three vehicles parked in line. I was the furthest unit from her. She runs past the other two units, and she jumps in the back of my unit. <laughs> so, You're probably like, what the fuck? Oh, I'm like, what the fuck, man? I mean, like I said, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not. This was literally my first maybe second week at the most that I was by myself. I, you know, was uh, she hiding? Um, well, I can't ask if she was a big girl. Cause I she wasn't a big girl. She, she wasn't a big four, girl, a four foot fence. She sounded like she was in pretty good shape. Uh, uh, she was of the, uh, crackhead. Um, oh, she was of the crackhead clan. Crackhead clan. Yes, yes. She was, that was a very big clan. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, she's in the car, you know, she's not hurt anything now. So whatever. Did she lock herself in? She just, the door? She, uh, she got a car locked, shut the door. She got in my back seat and she got and shut the door. She arrested herself. So you pretty much. So I'm kind of, I mean, like I said, I'm clueless. I'm, I mean, I'm looking around, you know, so this older lady comes out the house, shaking her head and she's like, I'm so sorry, y'all. And, you know, my sergeant, you know, the uh, off and sergeant, you know, like, what's going on? You know, so they start talking. Lace, like, look, she's, you know, she's on dope. She's wigging out. Nobody, you know, we'll, you know, they start telling, look, we got a call, you know, shots fired. Like, ain't nobody shooting. You know, ain't nobody been shooting. She's been smoking that shit all night. She's been wigging out all night. You know, okay, cool. Nobody's, nobody's been shooting. No, nobody's been shooting. Everybody's fine. Okay, cool. So they're all getting ready to leave. I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. This chick's in the back of my car. <laughs> and my sergeant looks at me. He looks at the woman on the porch and he says, you got a t-shirt or something? The woman says, what? She you got a t-shirt? She's like, yeah. So she goes, gets a t-shirt. So hands it to my sergeant. Sergeant hands it to me. I'm like, What the fuck am I going to do with this? He's like, your car, your problem, dude. Put a T-shirt on her. Take her wherever fuck she wants to go. I'm like, bro, are you serious? He's like, yeah. Put a T-shirt on her. Tell her bring her where she wants to go. And the motherfucker left me. <laughs> so anyway, I end up from talking to the chick, you know, and I'm like, where you want to go? She's like, oh, bring me to my brother's house. So I brought her brother's house. And I left her, you know. Well, nothing but a T-shirt on after that. But at least she had a T-shirt on. You didn't get her phone number, did you? No, did not get a phone. Okay. Freebird's upset. He's worked his whole career as a reserve. Yeah. He, he ain't getting no naked people. Well, that was my first and wasn't the last for sure, but, you know. Uh, I Tell them all the naked ones I get. You don't want to see. I don't naked. want. I didn't want to see that one. That'd have been something. If she would have missed that hurdle on that fence. That'd have been some. Oh, she cleared. That'd have been messed up. <laughs> she cleared that fence. The four like foot see, fence. She like cleared to see that you doing fence. First aid on the cat. Oh, she cleared that fence. Oh, no problem. <laughs> Speaking of yeah, a drug, yeah, your car, your problem. Speaking of drugs, <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Yesterday, I was out working on the interstate, stopped this one car. Now, he was speeding, not super fast, but he was speeding, pulled him over. A young kid, you know, walk up to the car, normal spill, driver's license, insurance, registration, you know, tell you him to speed. Well, when he rolled his window down, got the very distinct smell of a green leafy stuff, which... Some marijuana. Bob Marley's ass. Yes, it, it was. It was good. And I looked at him. I get stuff. I looked at him. So he's a he's a younger guy. I mean, he was in college. And I said, uh, "Where's your weed at?" He kind of looked at me. I said, "I know you got it in here because I smell it." Well, I got this empty uh, THC cartridge. You uh, know, 
So we'll give it here. He gave it to me. It was empty. I said, well, this ain't what I'm smelling because I'm not going to smell this odor with this THC cartridge. Which I look, I was I was looking around in the car. I he said he smoked it earlier, which I don't know. I, I, I believe the kid, if he was lying, it's on him. Uh, we, I went and I gave him his ticket. And uh, he was listening to something on the radio. I said, what are you listening to? He said he was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast. I have a sticker of mine on my ticket book. So we got to listen to this one right here. He said, huh? I said, yep. I said, you might get a mention. So if you do listen, kid, he's an engineering student. He's in a white car, I believe. We had a little talk. I told him, I said, look, you're an engineering student in college. You can't be stupid, obviously, because you take an engineering. So you got to have some smarts about you. I said, look, I'm not going to fuck with you about the weed. Don't care if you smoke the weed. Don't do it in your fucking car. I, I, I say this all the time. Don't smoke weed. People, if you smoke weed, do it in your house. Don't don't smoke weed in your car. And if you are, slow the fuck down. Don't get pulled over because we're going to smell it. <laughs> and I, done, I told him, I said, if I was a young rookie cop, I said, I'm trying to establish myself in a department. I'm going to search your car right now. I mean, I find just a, a roach, a seed, or anything. Even if it's a misdemeanor, I could still hook you up or give you a misdemeanor summons and it's going to be on your criminal record for the rest of your life and every time you go to apply for a job and some of these jobs you know especially being an engineer they may want a background check on you now it shows that you got arrested for smoking weed you can fuck your whole life up for something stupid but and you're always looking for a opportunity to pump up the podcast on Yes. Well, he was listening to a podcast, so he's a podcast listener. He still got a I don't ticket. Blame he, he still he got his ticket, and like he got no special treatment. I mean, he didn't get he didn't go to jail, or get misdemeanor summons, but he was honest with me. I've done that a hundred times out there. Honesty goes a long way with me, you know. As long as you don't have like a trunk full for this shit, a uh, trunk uh, full of this shit, you know. And you just if you got a little bit personal, I'm not gonna let you keep it. No, I'm with you. But but I'm I'm not I'm not trying to fuck this kid's life up or nothing. But hey, kid, if you're listening. Hope you're doing good in school. Told you, Mike mentioned you. I just did. So, <laughs> you wanted a few. You know, you know who the Ice Man is for real. That's right. You were glorified with a citation from me, and <laughs> you didn't get fucked over with everything else, right? He looks at the very bottom. He see your autograph. Yeah, my handwriting sucks. <laughs> he's gonna have a hard time distinguishing that shit. And he's got the co- the copy of it. You know, it's already like so. Right. But yes, so. He got the distinction of getting a ticket from Ice Man. You got another little uh, funny excerpt story for? I know you do. You've been doing shit fifteen years, sixteen years too. So. Uh, I got a few. Like I said, most of them is gonna have to come to me as we're talking. Um, I guess uh, I don't know. You don't know. I don't know where I want to go. I mean, I don't know where I want to go with, with the next one. I want to go with. Uh, I just guess pick I, one. Well, I guess I'll just go back. I, you know, when I was talking about the other story, I said that if you give me the opportunity, I'd discuss further. So I guess I'll, it's not really a story as much as it just was my experience whenever I first got started. And, I mean, I guess there's probably still some police departments in this country that are like this, but most of them, I think, have moved on and realized it's not the way to be. But uh, when I, when I first started... Um, my FTO program or lack thereof, uh, you know. Your training's uh, went a long, long, 
been lots of people bitch about us cops, but let me tell you what, from when I first started training doing this shit training in Training is going a long way. When I started doing this way. shit in 93 and in 2020, I'll tell you, the training is yeah. like night and day now. Yeah, I mean, you know, they, you know I mean, they've started now. We, we have to take those, uh, so many hours of those online courses we have to take now yes, you know, I'm, to maintain yeah. our post. And, I've been told by, I don't know, you that I was an overachiever in those. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, I was an overachiever. Uh, but anyway, like I said, when I first started, uh, small, like I said, again, small town, uh, city, you know, police department, um, small town, you would say, right. You know, you, you know, I mean, you're talking, you got the chief, you got the assistant chief, who's also the detective and you got a couple of detectives that, you know, work along in there. And then, you know, I mean, each shift had two, maybe three officers per shift. And I really don't understand why we had detectives because, they wouldn't take cases until we, you know, investigated them ourselves fully enough to where we gave them a suspect, and then they just cut the warrant and go make the arrest. And, hey, hey, we go. Anyway, so. But they got the stat for it. Oh, they got the stat for sure. But going back to my FTO on it, um, or like I said, lack thereof, uh, went to work for this department in March of uh, 2003. And my first week, uh consisted of me sitting in we had a locker room in the back of the pd where you know again i don't know why we had locker rooms nobody left anything in them but it's like y'all only had like four people in the whole department yeah i have a locker well, room. Hey, hey we all had our we all had our own lockers though you know i mean everybody I had their own locker i mean i want a like, locker there was like 12 of them we're know? way big i mean we're, we're not a giant department but we're way bigger than like four people and i don't have a locker so I was, but anyway you know my first week consisted of me sitting in this locker room there's the desk in the locker room and you know i had the you know the policy and procedure manual for this police department in front of me which was you know fairly thick i mean considering you know how a little bit of training i was getting this week but they they had me read it they had and to make you read it no, I mean they just said they just sent me back there and said, "Hey, you know, sit here, read this policy procedure." I have manual. always read every policy procedure. Well, I've worked for this department we're at now, and I've worked another one. And every time they got, like when I got it, when I started here, I read the whole entire thing from front to back, same way I did on the other ones. Because mm-hmm. I'm not saying you have not all administrator administrators like that, and I haven't seen anywhere I'm at now, and uh, from where I came from, you know. In a whole other administration, they had some that would um, try to hem you up, especially way back in the well, day. You, you for sure need to. They would hem you up, and if you didn't know that policy, oh, yeah. better. So I read it because if they oh, throw, yeah. they come at me with something. I'm like, oh no, 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 that's not what policy says. Yeah, you sure. So, you, you, if you if you're not gonna read, you know, your policy and procedure manual, you for sure need to familiar yourself, familiarize yourself with the main points of it for sure oh yeah um but anyway like i said i was you know my first week consisted of me consisted of me sitting in this office or locker room at this desk reading policy and procedure um you should getting paid for it i was getting paid uh so the second week um the first couple you know days monday tuesday they told me okay you know you read policy and procedure look here's the keys to this car and it was a spare car um, nobody was using. And they said, just go drive around. Uh, now, I mean, I, I'm, they gave me a uniform. Okay. I did have a uniform. Um, it was a hand-me-down uniform, but I had a uniform. Um, and um, they said, go drive around. Uh, 
fully marked police car. I did not have a duty belt, did not have a gun because I hadn't been to the range yet. They had never taken me to the range to qualify, so I could not carry a firearm. So I'm in a fully marked police car, light sirens, the whole nine yards, you know, and no firearm, which I've kind of, at the time, I didn't think about it, but, you know. Not, <laughs> I'm just having a, just, you know. Yeah, so, you know, so they tell me, they say, look, you know, drive around, learn the streets, you know, and they said if a call comes out, um, you know, try to find, you know, try to find the address, try to find, you know, where this call is, you know, and that way, you know, familiarize yourself with the city and, you know, you kind of get to know where you're going and, but don't stop, you know, if, if you, if you, if you. Sounds like you fucking Mayberry. Just, yeah. Just, like, just, just, Andy, Andy right. Griffin said, hey, <laughs> let's go drive around. Yeah, me. just go drive around. If the call comes out, try to find it, but don't stop. So don't stop know. for the call. Just drive yeah. past it. So yeah, wave it, at them. Exactly. Hey. So you know, lo and behold, you knew where this was going. Lo and behold, the second day, you know, I'm doing this on Tuesday, and you know, um, call comes out, you know, X Y Z Street, and just so happens to be, I'm the first one. The guy, the the guys that were actually working the road hadn't hadn't made it on scene yet before I did. So I'm passing in front of the house. Now it was, you know, it wasn't a serious call or nothing like that. But you know, I'm passing in front of the house, and the complainant's standing out there on her front porch, and she sees the unit pass by, and I see her. You know, she, you know, you, you got two kind of waves. You know, you got the misdemeanor wave, which is the one arm wave, and then you got the felony wave, which is both arms over the head, kind of flagging you down. You know, she was giving me the one arm wave. You know, hey, I'm over here. Here I am. You know, and I just kind of, you know, put my hand up at her. Hey, wave back. Kept driving. So, you know, of course, 30 seconds later, you know, dispatch comes across the radio calling the unit that she had dispatched to that call saying, hey, the complaint just called back, said you passed up the residence. And of course, I had to come across the radio and said, no, you know, that was me. You know, well, I guess they kind of realized right then that what they had told me to do wasn't going to wasn't going to work out. And the, that was some. Damn fine, <laughs> bro! I'm telling you, yeah, and God. I ain't done. <laughs> the, the really sad part is I'm not finished. <laughs> so, so, you know, the next day they send me to the range and I qualify with my firearm. And when I get back from the range, they stick me in a vehicle. Hey, you got a gun? Hey, stick me in a. <laughs> Did vehicle. they give you bullets? Yep, yep, <laughs> three magazine. So, so, uh, I, I, they put me in a vehicle with a guy, you know, and I ride with him. For the second half of Wednesday and Thursday, and then I believe it was Friday that they put me in a car by myself on shift. I worked Friday, Saturday, and Sunday on my own, and that was a wrap. I was they trained you for two days, two a, and a half days, a day and a half, pretty much. Yeah, um, you're yeah. ready to. I was Uphold ready to, the law. I was ready to conquer the world. You didn't know shit about the law. I ain't no goddamn thing. I ain't know nothing. And they have YouTube. You couldn't YouTube it or Google it back yeah. then. So now you, but, but see, now you don't understand why whenever I got to the call, you know, that the, the, the shots fire call I was talking about earlier, and the crackhead runs out the house and hurdles the fence and jumps in my vehicle, you know, now you kind of understand why I was like, so hard, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. I'll tell you what I did learn from that first story. I learned to lock my damn car when I got out of it after that. 
Yeah, I talked about it on the other one. <laughs> I learned to close my doors on my unit. I got hijacked by them damn German shepherds and that fucking cat. <laughs> like, look, it's never good to have pussy in your police car, Mm-mm. especially ones with claws. So, <laughs> well, FTO people now, uh, shit, I think out where we're at now, I mean, I think the last people, they're FTOing them just close to like six months oh, yeah. before they're allowed to be by themselves. Plus, you still got to go to the academy and stuff like that. But I'm they damn near, they're going to make sure you know what you're doing before they stick you out there by yourself. And you got some people that takes even longer than that. Yeah, even our even even our agency, you know, that we both work for now, has come a long way over the last, you know, several years with how they train. And, you know, like I said, I'm sure there's still some Mayberry police departments around the country that – no, I could, you know, I, I could actually I name somebody's name if I could, but well, I can't. So, yeah. but I don't know of any anymore. I mean, our training in law enforcement has come a long way over the last several years. I was lucky when I started. Of course, I was a fuck. I was a seasoned cop when I came out there. Uh, the guy that I rode with when I first came out, he's actually a lieutenant now. We talked. We were talking to him today. You know, I think I rode with him for two days, and it was kind of funny because the sergeant pulled up my first you gotta realize i was a, was a sergeant in the motor division before first call i got out there riding with the guy i don't think more of an fto they were just making sure i knew their report writing system the sergeant pulls up next how i did on the crash and the guy i was riding with advised him how i showed him a couple of things that they were doing wrong when he was writing this crash so but, <laughs> yeah but i rode around for like two days after that done but when you work in an area that you don't know they send you somewhere. It's not going to say the name of the store. No, they send me the name of this store. They just say, hey, go to a such and such and clear the parking lot. Well, I didn't notice a freaking store. I'm looking up for this damn street. I asked for a cross street. They all laughing at me. And I called dispatch. I'm look, like, look, the closest street that name y'all gave me is in fucking Georgia. So what's going on? It was the name of a fucking store. So, yeah. And I still don't know. It still a lot, a lot of the, the they have nicknames for shit that's not named, and they're like, "Hey, go by, you know, Pleasant Hill, Silent Hill Drive, or whatever." It, it, or the point. I'm like, what the fuck? They know there's no signs that says the fucking point. Mm. So I'm I'm getting better. Todd knows the just like say, "Hey, give me a landmarks." I know where all the big shit is. Mm-hmm. Like to call so, the like to call the other day of the damage of property in the parking lot. Yeah, so, but I was right though. Well, well, yeah, but what what my point is, you know, as soon as the call come out, I was like, "Yeah, he don't know where the fuck." No, this is they'd at. have said the slaughterhouse. I knew where the I knew where they killed the freaking animals. At. They said that. I knew the name of the slaughterhouse, but I knew what it was and where it was at. That's why I called you and told you, hey, yeah, that's over there by the light, you know, on that road. But I asked if it was someplace else. Oh no, it's over at this other place. We'll come to find out. It was at the place I thought it was first, which wasn't ours anyway. It belonged to the PD, so they ended mm-hmm. up getting it, but. Yeah, if they just said the slaughterhouse, I don't know right where to go. I didn't know the name of the slaughterhouse. I'm going to have to start when we ride. When we ride, you know, I'm going to have to start like. Well, you'll have to stay next to me to do that. Well, yeah, but <laughs> when we ride, when, you, <laughs> when we ride, I'm going to have to start, you know, say, hey, 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 look, that's such and such, you know, and start, you know, well, trying, to, yeah. trying to point you, out you those. You probably noticed I look around a lot when I'm riding. It's just, I'm just not sightseeing. just don't know what the fuck you're looking at. I, I'm taking in uh, landmarks, taking in landmarks, which brings me to the story. One of my first calls in this department, like I said, I was with this guy my first two days here working. 
second call I get, a theft complaint. Go over, this little guy was brought up because I think this guy recently got in an argument with some people and he, he stabbed somebody. Two oh, He yeah. stabbed two people and then they beat the shit out of him and the guys that got stabbed. Anyway, so we can imagine what type of area this is. Talking about our local DJ, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah he, okay. he thinks he's a rapper. Uh-huh. Lord help his soul. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he, he's special. We call it, we, we, we give the, D, the nickname DJ Touched. Yeah, he's touched. He's touched. But anyway, I get a call, go over there, and we're talking. I don't know these people. The guy called us over at theft. I get there, and I've got my notebook out. I'm taking my notes, you know. Write me a fine report on this. I just started here. i got to make a good impression. The guy says, well, you know, it's like I got ripped off and... You know, and I'm like, who ripped you off? Oh, well, I, my, my weed dealer ripped me off. I said, what? <laughs> he said, my weed dealer ripped me off, and, and now I got to I got to get the money back. He ripped me off. He didn't sell me all the weed he was supposed to, and I got to help my mom pay the cable bill. Mm-hmm. I closed my tablet, threw it on this unit. I was like, you fucking kidding me, right? You called me because the weed man fucking short weeded you? Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, but he's dead fucking serious. I mean, this dude actually wanted me to write a report because his weed man shorted his ass fucking weed. You know, the thing instead know. of a dime bag, he must have got a five cent bag. I don't fucking know. I looked at him and said, "You know what? You know how to solve your problem? What?" I said, "Stop smoking fucking weed." And I said, "Let's go. We can't write no fucking weed theft report." Yeah, and the whole thing about that story, you know, that I draw whenever you, you know, he's he's. Telling you that he's so worried about his mother, and my first time ever dealing with him, that's what I arrested him for was beating his mother, who is, you know, disabled, you know. Well, he is too. Yeah. I mean, the poor, I mean, it's a funny story and everything. The, the, he's he, he's a couple bricks shy of a whole, uh, yeah. you know, he, he's not, I mean, he's got some, uh, I say disabilities, I don't know. He just, but he, he's not all there. He's a little, you know, he's touched, but, yeah. but he, I mean, but he is dead serious. His rap video is fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. He thinks he's actual something. He actually, not too long ago, before this COVID shit hit, I actually saw him at the courthouse trying to fucking get a job with the sheriff's office. Wow. I was like, I was like, what's she doing here? Oh, just trying to get me a job. I was like, good luck. Mm-hmm. Be glad I didn't file that report. You getting shortchanged with a five-cent bag instead of your right. dime bag. Yeah, but anyway, he stabbed two people. Mm-hmm. Must not have been good enough because the people he stabbed beat the shit out of him. I think they, I think they hospitalized him or not. I don't remember. Oh. He, but they beat the shit out of him. Oh, he goes on a kick every now and again. He gets hit. <laughs> and he ain't a big fella either. He mm, probably weighs all. 120 pounds. Yeah, I think you're wet. being. I think you're being generous. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, so but I'm not. They they might have fucked with his weed. <laughs> might have fucked with his weed. Yes. Yeah, that's how it gets a kick out of me when I write my ticket. We got a story I told not too long ago about the this woman at a Popeyes that didn't want to get out the road. I think you were there for that one, wasn't you? I don't remember. Yeah, you were because we were like the other uniform guy was like wrote her some ticket. I mean, he he went he he could have just like we were trying to de-escalate it and he kind of oh, escalated yeah, yeah, it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it might not help when I told her all I see. Every time I deal with you, all I see is your lip slapping, so why don't you shut the fuck up? I'm kind of pissed her off. But 
But yeah, it was <laughs> there. Uh-huh. I've seen the tot. We were working a parade in the area, and I got to give him this. He showed a lot of restraint because this woman, we cleared a parking lot. I wasn't gonna give her what she wanted. No, she was. She, but we cleared a parking lot. There was about to be a fucking shooting gang fight or something. They had one people parked here, and this other people's parked over here. Well, these people, or I believe, tell me if I'm right or not. One family member had killed somebody else's and this other family members, and it, the people that yeah. did the shooting stuff when the dead person obviously went there. But it was the two separate, fight, you know, it, yeah, was, they, it was the Hatfield and McCoys basically yeah, out there in the they, same fucking park. They line. got into it in the store, and you know, basically yeah. the the instigator of the whole incident that happened in the store, his mother's, uh, you know, she didn't she didn't like it when she was being told it. Her son needed to leave, and she needed to leave. And yeah. Yeah. She, she, I I'll say it. She, she got up in the tot's face, and I was yeah. like, he, he did, he, he de-escalated. He, because she was, when you've done this long enough, she was wanting him to grab a hold of her and arrest mm-hmm. her. Because even though he had every right to do it, because like I said, she, her nose was damn near. Oh, I'd have been his. all, I'd have been all over YouTube. He'd have been on YouTube, Facebook. Even though he's in the right, you still get your face plastered on everything. Of course, you know we have a badge on, so Popo's always wrong. We the bad guy. Blah 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 blah. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. But she was wanting to. He didn't do it. I just want her to put her to touch me. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I wanted. You better be glad she hadn't been eating no damn onions. She was so close to mm-hmm. you. You got some stank breath up on you. <laughs> Stanky breath. <laughs> yeah, it was uh some of these praise we got Bam was at the came out with her parents stuff and they watched the parade and then they left because they they have these, for a couple hours after in this area they have a street party on the main drag of the street and it usually I've, I've been through it to it two times now and in most of the time, it gets pretty bad. It gets rough out there. You know, you're gonna have some fights. You, you, you're gonna have bullshit. So, because everybody's drinking and fucking, somebody's gonna get mad. Somebody's gonna look at somebody the wrong way or something. And it's always. See, I told her. I said, No, y'all got y'all got to go. Y'all get to get out of here before this shit kicks off. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't want my family nowhere to run of that bullshit. But he he showed some tremendous restraint. He's being restrained that day. We had that that call that shoplifter. We got called saying this guy shoplifted. We we run down. We we catch the guy. We catch the car. The shoplifter was a passenger. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, remember it was right. It was right. I think we were right off. Uh, we were in the city at the time, but the guy ended up. We found out he 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 shoplifted a fucking I think a Gatorade and a fucking Slim Jim or some shit. Like oh that. yeah. We we found him. <laughs> Catch him. That's well, for the truck stop. Yeah. He's on. The tot's telling him, told dude like three times to get out the car, and the guy's like, bleh, 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 bleh. well, three times too much for the ice man. <laughs> well, I reached there and started snatching him out the damn window. He decided to open the door. I was pulling his little ass out the car. And this is actually a funny-ass story because we talked about what happened later. That oh, right. That- but anyway... We get him out. It's his the, the passenger. It's his car. We got the, his friends driving, or supposed to be friend. It, this whole story, Jerry Springer couldn't even follow this shit. It's so fucked up. Anyway, we get him transported back to the back to this gas station truck stop. 
Well, of course, the manager now decides, oh, I don't want to press charges if I have to go to court. Right. We couldn't give the shit back unless she wanted to wait until he had to actually well, take his shit. Slim, because then I ate and drank that shit already. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but oh, no, I'm not going to press charges. You know what? That People, managers, whatever, don't call us if you don't want to fucking press charges and go to court. You're wasting my fucking time. You could have got me hurt. You could have got this kid hurt and everything else. Shit could go bad over Slim Jim and stuff. Now, now we catch the catch the thief and you don't want to do nothing about it so we release him well of course his friend done drove off and we told me and the told him follow us to the truck stop because we had got heads up that this probably was going to happen well in worst case scenario we, we just going to get him a misdemeanor summons no, we'll him cut, him a, a ticket, yeah, cut him a summons and you know let him go anyway his friend never showed up to the truck stop in his car so a union I think drove him to the other parish to somebody else's house where he wanted to be dropped off at, a, a uniform guy. Well, later, it was a couple hours later, I think. A couple hours later, the other two. We get, there's this call coming out. Somebody is calling saying they're being kidnapped and they can't get out the car, and and we're, we're trying to catch them. That was the catch shit up. show. Yeah, it was a big shit show. And next thing you know, we got people screaming on 911, the other guy stabbing the other guy while they're going down the road in the car and all the shit like that. And the, the motherfucker, it was a friend. It was the friend that took the guy's car and the shoplifter guy had got back together and then they got in a fucking argument going down the road. And oh, it, the, the friend stabbed the other guy and the other guy was punching him in the face while they're driving down the road. Mm-hmm. I think everybody ended up going to jail now at mm-hmm. this point. Yeah. 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 Pick your friend. Oh, shit. We had. <laughs> It was. It was. It's like really. We ended it's up like with, y'all, y'all were just we buddies. Ended up with the whole chief deputy out there on that scene. Yeah, motherfuckers stabbing each other, going down the road, you with knives, and this all stemmed from Gatorade and Slim Jim. I guess that's like when you're not supposed to eat Mentos and fucking Coke, huh, people? <laughs> Slim Jims and Gatorade make you fucking crazy. Don't mix them. Fight. Don't drink Coke and Pop Rocks. You'll die. Die. Your guts will explode. Yeah, don't eat because I don't eat watermelon seeds, people. <laughs> no, that's how you get pregnant? I eat a watermelon seed now. I got a baby in my tummy. Well, no, that wouldn't work. So I'm gonna say it'd be a cabbage patch kid. But I guess you're gonna have to eat some fucking cabbage to get pregnant with a cabbage patch kid. <laughs> yes, <indeed. laughs> don't eat. Slim Jims and Gatorade. You'll stab your friends. God. Oh, yeah. That, that's like, you can't make some of this stupid shit up. Mm-mm. Look, we're going to take a short little break real quick because I'm old and I got to pee. So we'll be right back. Stand by. We interrupt this program for an important announcement. Ladies and gentlemen. Are you standing by? A very important message is coming. Are you still standing by? We interrupt for this breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. There's a podcast that happens on Saturday night that you need to know about. All right, can I get out of serious mode? Let's go to Goofy. Okay. Make sure to listen to Louisiana Saturday Night. Robert and April are your hosts, and they talk a lot about current events. And occasionally they'll have a guest and include them on the conversation. It's raw, it's blunt, and explicit. (laughs) Well, if there is one thing I know, and that is I like dirty. Uh, Anyway... 
<clears throat> it's for anyone who wants to have fun and not take life so seriously. And God knows we need that these days. Robert and April on Louisiana Saturday Night. Check them out at louisianasaturdaynight.podbean.com. We are back from break with an empty bladder. Hope y'all go listen to Robert and April on Louisiana Saturday Night. Uh, Robert and his cousin also have a, another podcast, uh, Getting Rights Downs to It. Uh, they talk about uh, I don't know, Marvel and comic books and a bunch of nerd stuff, but they do their research and they know what they're talking about. They lose me sometime to listen to them. And, uh, April and her sister, or what's her sister's name? Christine, April and Christine. Yeah, it's on. They have a podcast, True Crime Podcast, and do cryptids and all that stuff like that. It's called Southern Discomforts. It's real good too. Go check them all out. Get you some extra entertainment. We're gonna try to add us a little phone in guest here if he answers the phone. We'll see. Hello. What up, bitch? What's going on? <laughs> you phoning into the clubhouse? Uh, phoning in, huh? Yeah, we don't have no, still don't have no fucking Snapple Apple for you. I didn't, I, didn't I tell you that this time I come over there I want my Snapple Apple? I'm, I'm gonna give you some Snapple Apple. I told you next time you come over. We, All right. We got, we got the tot in the house, as you know. Oh, oh the, oh, the tot in the house, huh? The tot's tot. here. And, uh, What's up, Tot? What up? What up? All right, all right, all right. So, uh, is your feelings unhurt now? No, I'm not. No, my feelings not unhurt. I'm still pissed. <laughs> well, look, Kirby. On the way in this evening, I stopped and talked to that guy with that long finger that you was talking about. Yeah, the one that was pointing at me when I was coming down the street. Yeah, I had a talk with him, and I told him, I'm like, look, you know, don't, don't, don't give him the long finger next time. He he, so he won't be so nervous when he comes back in the clubhouse. <laughs> you, you kicked on Santa Claus, too? No, he ain't saw Santa Claus. It was raining. Yeah, you see Santa Claus? <laughs> you have to show him Santa Claus, too. I'll show him. Uh, you want to tell the, the, the listeners out here what, what the Iceman kind of did to you a couple days ago? <laughs> well... I was just taking some people to the jail and me not thinking, walked out of the jail, hit the unlock button to my unit and went to get in my unit. And as I touched my door handle, <laughs> it, it was a lot of white, that creamy nuts. substance on my damn door handle. That Rudolph. Rudolph. <laughs> I, I, I was immediately pissed. And, and I was like, "Who the fuck did this to my unit?" <laughs> and, and 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 the girl that was standing next to me, I, I don't know what her job is in the administration. She was like, "Oh my god!" So I was like, "Pull the cameras and see who did this to my damn unit." I was out, bro. I was pissed. And then I seen some of them kind of smiling. So I was like, "Somebody about to get their ass kicked." <laughs> and as soon as we turned around to go into jail, I seen deep. Can't say that. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why. <laughs> that's why I stopped. 
<laughs> he saw me calling <laughs> him. Ice man. <laughs> I said this motherfucker. <laughs> Bruh, soon as I see you calling me. <laughs> Bruh. And then when I, I went around my unit and seen you standing there. <laughs> Uh, I just had the fire in my eyes. Because <laughs> I knew you was going to say that Rudolph shit. Yeah. <laughs> but That's okay. It's coming. I, I'm going to get you back. It's coming, bro. I, I, I want it to. I want it to be good. I'm going to hook you up, bro. You know, I, I want it to be good. You know, he, he leaves that motor at the jail. We need to run that hot wire to his seat. <laughs> See, I'm going to be checking that. You don't <laughs> Uh, some way he's old. He's gonna forget Kirby. <laughs> yeah, he going on seventy four. He, he gonna forget. <laughs> yeah, but but how how them depends fit you good? I dropped them off to your wife. I got her that second batch. These had Fred Flintstone on them. No, they they wasn't like the first pack you bought. The, these was they wasn't the overnight leakage. <laughs> so, <laughs> I got wet too quick. Damn! I went to get you make sure you got the uh, the. The elastic in the the leg area so it keeps it from leaking. And you got to buy a huggy adult with <laughs> with the Pac Man on the bottom of them. Oh, Pac Man, yeah, yeah, <laughs> chomping up that pee. <laughs> Kirby was so hilarious. He was say, "I," he don't realize I stand out here for like fifteen minutes waiting for this little motherfucker to come out to jail, sweating my dick off because it was hot as shit. And I'm like, "Fuck, bro, I was pissed, bro. You got me good, bro. I, I was." I couldn't talk. I was so I'm about to whoop somebody's ass. So the tot finally got in the building, huh? Uh, tot finally got here. Oh shit, he wouldn't leave me alone about it. I mean, <laughs> he, he wouldn't leave me alone. <laughs> I said, he's like, he's like, oh, I can't do it. It's like, motherfucker, you work with me. Your ass needs to come. You <laughs> tell some of y'all stories. Oh, he, we got some good ones. You actually have to listen. <laughs> I don't even think he listened to his own podcast yet, eh? I think he let his wife listen uh, to it. Yeah, I'm too nervous to listen to it myself. <laughs> I still want to meet this poor lady. I want to hear myself. Poor Mrs. Kirby. Next time I come out there, she coming. You better bring her. I got a present for her. I stopped at uh, the Hustler store, picked up them uh, large gauge anal beads to give to her. Well, have her. at it. She she bought that. <laughs> <laughs> here we go again. Yep, here we go again. Well, once I'm beginning some more microphones soon, we'll have to try to get you and Squidward, that little no ass motherfucker, to come out here with it. He can ride with the he can ride with the tot since I don't know. I think he's scared or something. You uh, know, all then all four of us can just. Getting here. Yeah, we gotta get we gotta get Squidward out here now. He's the only one that didn't come. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I'll even give him a sandwich or something. Oh skinny. <laughs> he, oh, he hungry. <laughs> yeah, he, he's definitely hungry. He's something. I know he got some bisexual stories to tell. Oh. Yeah, well, yeah, he does. I mean it's okay though. It's two thousand twenty. Keep telling him it's okay. Just all, he, <laughs> all he's gotta do is turn the knob of the closet and step uh-huh. out. And I he see. will be fine. I see. I didn't know this was going to happen. <laughs> we done went the whole episode without talking about penises. And get, get Kirby on, on the phone. Soon we get Kirby on the phone. And now all yeah, the hey. Kirby and Iceman want to talk about homosexual tendencies. And 
Uh, I just bring that out of people. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. We're going to let you go. And we're going to appreciate you answering the phone. And because uh, you know I love you. Oh, yeah. And I expect you to get me back very good. Oh, I will. Trust me. And when I come there, we're going to talk all about it. I'm looking forward to it, buddy. <laughs> all right, man. Bye. All right, later. Uh, that's a funny little dude, people. He was a little nervous the first time he came on. You meet him in person, he will keep you in stitches. He's a trip. Much as he makes me laugh, if I was skinny, I'd have a six-pack without having to work out. I'm laughing so much. <laughs> but unfortunately, I'm not skinny, so that's not going to happen. Do you want to tell us a, another story? Well, let's see. Well, I know you got you wrote all that shit down. I wrote a little bit down, but uh, go back to um, let's see when you had time. Oh lord, it ain't been that long ago. You said we're going back. Yeah, but this was that's like back a couple weeks ago. <laughs> they ain't uh, going back that uh, far. Uh, I went all the way <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah, you got a little I went premature. Way back. Uh-huh. He, he, oh, premature. Bam, uh, he get premature like that. In the premature, premature uh, <laughs> button in the there. <laughs> but, um, just a race to the finish. That's all I got to say. Just a race to the finish. If she wants to lose, she lost. Okay, we're going to go back like a, a few weeks, all right? Iceman, uh, just, uh, just a few weeks. Uh, well, I don't have the other button, so you just have to <laughs> walk it up. All right, well, you had, you had Tomcat on the episode a few weeks back. Well, well, it's been more than a few weeks, but Tomcat yeah. was definitely here. Yeah, I mean, a few weeks, what? No, six? Probably six? Been a month or so. A month or so, a few weeks. I said a few. Well, anyway. A few, too. Yeah, that's another one. He's a, he's a funny dude, too. Yes, he. He's gonna come back. He said he wants to come back. He's a little like I said, a lot of people get in front of the mic for the first time and they get a little they get a little nervous. But yeah. everybody had a lot of people said he wanna come back for a second go around. I didn't get nervous until you started playing that purge theme song. I was like, oh Lord. But anyway. I like my theme song. It's cool as shit. Anyway, you had Tomcat, <laughs> okay, a month or so ago, whatever, how long ever it's been. And uh I was listening to you know, as you know, I'm a Regular listener. Yes, every Monday. Every Monday. The tight listens. And uh, so I was listening to that episode, and there was a part of it where y'all were talking about uh, chemical agent, you know, freeze, whatever. Freeze plus P. You know, and, and its ineffectiveness on the canine species. And it pisses them off. I guess, you know, Guess I guess it's just kind of like how it doesn't work on every work on frogs. Does it work on every person the same? I guess maybe it doesn't work on every canine the same either because it made me think of a story when I was listening to that episode of a time that I got a call. Uh, I was still on shift back then, um, but uh, got a call, an alarm call, a rural part of the parish, and. I show up out there and, you know, I'm at the house and doesn't appear to be anybody home. Walking up the, you know, got my unit, walking toward the house, you know, trying to start walking around the house, you know, checking the house, whatever, you know, make sure everything's secured and whatnot. Well, these two little dogs, when I say little, I mean, they're medium-sized dogs. I don't even know what kind of, remember what kind of dogs they were, but they weren't chihuahuas, but they weren't Great Danes either, you know. A medium-sized dog. 
And uh, Dotson. Eh, bigger than that. Yeah. <laughs> bigger than my miniature schnauzer. I got it. Yeah, the Kirby was scared to death. Yeah, he's scared. Dog weighs like four pounds. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't like, like a month old at that time. Yeah, he probably. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> anyway, so these two little dogs, you know, come yapping, you know, running up to me yapping. And I'm like, oh, you know, ankle biter dogs. I ain't worried about these little dogs. Well, as I'm walking, one of them decides to try to take a chunk out of my calf, which got my attention. Um, he kind of didn't break the skin or nothing, but he got me pretty good. So it kind of made me kind of jump back a little bit. And he, you know, barking at me still. And, and I'm, you know, this dude got to get away from me. You know, I mean, I got I to check this house. You know, there doesn't appear to be anybody home. Nobody's coming out the house saying, hey, I'm going to get my dog and like that. So I pull my spray out and. I'm telling him, you know, I'm trying to give him a warning. I'm like, man, look, dude, get away from me. Go on, go on, dog, go on, dog. And he wouldn't, so I gave him a little squirt in the face, and it worked. Uh, he, it, was a, it was a pussy dog. That's well, what. maybe so, but it worked because I've never seen – it was actually, you know, quite comical uh, to watch it in person. That dog literally took his face and slammed it onto a concrete driveway – and then started running. He didn't pick his head up. He poor, left his face on the driveway and took off running away from me. So, good. You know, mission accomplished. You know, so I go on, start checking. The other little dog wouldn't bother me, so whatever. He kept coming around with me. So, anyway, checking the house, checking the house, whatever, and get ready to leave. And I hear, hey. I turn around and look. Oh, shit. Homeowner's coming out the house. I'm like, oh. What's the man? said, your alarm went off. He said, oh, I didn't hear it. You know, the. I uh, said, so, you know, they say it's your outside, you know, building, this and that, Did whatever. You not here at your house. Them things yeah. are fucking loud. Right. So, oh, yeah, I said, you know, told him what it was. It's outside building or whatever. He had like an outside outdoor kitchen or whatever in this adjacent, you know, building to his house and whatnot. Right. And so, you know, I said, the door is open. He's like, yeah, the dog's probably got motion sensors in there. Door, you know, the door must come open. Dogs went in there and set the motion sensors off. Like, all right, yeah, okay. Well, about this time, the dogs start coming back around. And that one dog that I sprayed was of course acting funny and he's like you know whatever the dog's name was you know missy or whatever you know whatever what missy come here missy man. i don't know what's wrong with him like hey okay well, have a good night you know everything's cool you know i got my unit i left i didn't want to be around whenever he petted that dog and realized i sprayed it in the face but, yeah. yeah but anyway it worked on that dog i might be in a country cop back in the day i already did my sound i don't do a hit y'all with it again but back in the day like I said, place I originally started working with, and like I said, it was we were a way small department. They send me to an animal complaint. I get out there, of course it's outside of any city limit. Feels like oh we we caught this and put it. I'm like what? And I, I look and they they got it in this barrel, like one fifty five gallon barrels. Well, they uncaught themselves a fucking pissed off possum. Okay. Possum's just an oversized fucking mean-ass rat is all it is, basically. I'm like, okay. Well, we don't know what to do with it. I'm like, well, why the fuck you catch it? Well, it was messing with something around their house, whatever they called it. We don't have... This problem, they still don't have animal control, real a full-time animal control in this parish either. This time they didn't have nothing at all. No animal control whatsoever. And they're not going to come pick up a fucking possum, I don't think, anyway. It's a nuisance animal. 
Like, well, we don't know what to do with it. I'm like, I don't know. You got to do something with it. Well, after going back and forth a little while, you know, I'm like, man, these motherfuckers here. They just wouldn't let it go. So I walked over there and shot him, <laughs> pulled my gun out, and <laughs> fucking shot that motherfucker in the head in that barrel and killed it. I'm like, all right, I'm done. I got my shit. 10 8, no report, you know. They just kind of stood there looking at me. I mean, you can throw it in the fucking ditch now or whatever, you know. Dead possum. Now, <laughs> let me get PETA people. If there's, I doubt anybody listens to me, that's PETA people. Me and Bam are extreme animal lovers, and I don't even go hunting or nothing like that. But sometimes you just got to, you know, he was a nuisance animal. I wasn't reaching there and getting this motherfucker. If any of you people don't know what a possum is, look it up. Oh, possum. They got some, however you spell it. I, I made like a D plus in spelling in school. Why wow, I love I love that uh, spell check now. I type shit in. Most time it'll give me the right spelling. It's my report, but you <laughs> know, uh, he was ducked up. But 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 yeah, I I shot the possum dead. You know. Like I said, they're, they're they're mean little fucking critters. You don't want to fuck with, with a possum at all. They'll tear you the fuck up. Well, another one's a raccoon. Uh, not law enforcement related, but I was, before I was a police officer, I worked offshore. And I uh, came across a, I worked on an inland barge rig. So we weren't way out in the middle of the Gulf or nothing. We pretty much in a little canal. And uh, there was a catwalk that went from the rig to the bank where there was a dumpster where, you know, galley people would, you know, dump the food and trash and whatever. So they were dumping the food <clears throat> in the water or Mm-mm. on the shore? Mm-mm. There was a dumpster, and they would throw the uh, food. They'd throw all the trash and stuff in the dumpster. So I was a raccoon buffet. Oh, uh, yeah. I was down on the bottom deck one day doing, I don't even remember what I was doing down there, but I was down there around the BOP and... uh blowout preventer for you know anybody doesn't know what talking about what an oil field but and um that's what they give to hookers nowadays blowout preventers that's right (laughs) (laughs) so um i'm down there whatever i was doing down there and i see this big raccoon i mean he's big right he got to be he was he was big so one of them 20 pounders yeah oh every bit and i mean of course at this time i'm you know i'm 20 21 22 maybe and um so I was, you know, I'm bored. Ain't nothing going on. We're drilling, you know, wasn't a whole lot going on in the rig. So I just start throwing like little nuts and stuff at him, you know, like I'm not, not I'm not talking like a peanut. I'm talking about like a nut, like a. Oh, you're you were being mean to the raccoon. Pretty much, yeah. And uh, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, you're I'm, a stupid kid. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's why I said I was like 20, <laughs> 21, 22, whatever. I'm a kid, you know. So I'm throwing, you know, I'm just agitating this this raccoon, you know, and uh. I actually, you know, after, you know, probably 50 tries, I actually hit him with one. No, you don't piss him off. Oh, I pissed him off. He turned to me. He stood up on his hind legs, and he hissed at me and came back down on all fours, and across the catwalk he came. Oh, he was about to whoop your oh, ass. Oh, he was about to whoop my <laughs> ass. And, yeah, I, I left I left the deck. I left. I don't know where. I didn't yeah. see him after that. Don't be fucking with them raccoons. <laughs> They're mean, bro. <laughs> Speaking of raccoons, I used to have a whole bunch of chickens, several several years ago and uh went out there to my chickens. They had like twenty chickens. 
Well, first I had a duck, two ducks too, and uh, Snowball the duck. Bam loved her duck, and for all you people, duck eggs are delicious. Anyway, I went out there one day, and the duck's dead. Ted's hanging out the cage, and his body was still on the inside of it. Okay, so got rid of the duck, and uh. A few days after that, I went out there, and we're in Louisiana. A few people don't know who Derek Todd Lee is. Look him up. He was a very he was a serial killer here in, in Baton Rouge area, Louisiana. Anyway, Derek Todd Lee had done come out and serial killed. I had I had one fucking chicken left, nineteen chickens in one night. So I ended up putting the cage out, live trap. Well, I caught the fucking culprit, which was a raccoon. And let me tell you what, he wasn't eating my chicken. This moment, he just went there and ripped all the fucking heads off of him. So I, you know, <laughs> how long it took me to tote off 20 dead, 19 dead chickens? Oh, wow. And by, you know, that afternoon, I was fitting them in the afternoon, they were full of ants. And I mean, it was just, it was nasty. I just had one chicken left. Well, I send, bam, a picture. It's like, I got this motherfucker. What did she tell me? Oh, look how sad he looks. I said, everybody in fucking jail looks like that, too. I said, he's sad because he got fucking caught. He done so, found Jesus. Yeah, he found, he, he even had a little Bible, a little raccoon Bible in his hand. The Coon Chronicles or something like that. Oh, yeah, he looked real sad. Well, you know, she's like, don't kill him, please. So I ended up taking this motherfucker down this hunting lease road. It's just it's a very long it's probably an eight, nine, ten mile long road with nothing on it. Just it's just sheer woods. And I went and I, I let fucking Derek Todd raccoon go <laughs> because of my wife. When I wanted to shoot this motherfucker in the head, he then killed all my damn chicken. Welcome to the country. I had two big turkeys too, about thirty-five, forty pounds each. Raised them up from little bitty turkey chicks. They were two gobblers, mean as fuck. I couldn't even go in a cage. They tried to get you through the cage. The fence was bowed out. Well, it was either a bobcat or a fucking fox or coyote got them. I went out there one day, and both of them were gone. And they were like 35. So it wasn't just no coon got them. There was feathers drug out. So, yeah, all my poor wildlife has been eaten by critters out here. But I've eaten raccoon. Have you ever eaten raccoon? Uh-uh. I've eaten raccoon. It was actually pretty good. Yeah, no, I'm good. About goat. No. I've eaten goat before, too. It was not my favorite. Went to a goat roast. But I'm not allowed to eat any any of my pets anymore. Yeah, but you won't eat a pickle. No, not a pickle. I like meat. I'll try meat, but I ain't eating no damn pickles. or No, it's in vinegar. Vinegar, you don't need anything. People, we need to boycott the pickles. Boycott anything made in vinegar. Don't eat nothing pickled. Pickled eggs, pickled, don't matter. Don't eat it. It's made for cleaning your floor. And washing out your little lady areas, okay? I almost run over your lion on, on the way in the driveway tonight. Not a lion. If you'd run over him, you'd hit the tree. No. It is a cheetah. Uh-uh. No. When I came, Are you talking I, about in my driveway? Yeah, when I pulled it. He's making fun of my lawnmower. When I pulled like in the driveway, there was a gazelle yeah, run across. Yeah. And it almost hit a lion. My lawnmower <laughs> broke like a month ago, okay? My lawnmower broke. And they finally, I got it picked up. They actually called today. So I got a month of no grass cutting whatsoever, and it's been raining a lot in Louisiana lately. So it's, I'm going to have to cut the shit three times just to get it back down. They put to bring my lawnmower back Monday, and it's still going to be, because it's been raining, 
can't fucking cut the grass because it's gonna be as fucking stuck. So yes, my grass is extremely high. <laughs> I look like the, the, it looks like an abandoned yard. You know, I'm pretty sure if I'd have paint my driveway yellow, I'm pretty sure Dorothy and Toto would have come down it with the line and the scarecrow and the Tin Man. It's it's bad, but it will get back right eventually. It's a bitch when your lawnmower breaks and you got too much grass to push mow it. So I'd have probably died from heat exhaustion out there if I'd have done that. Oh, I don't, I don't want to forget, we did get our first email, I believe today. You heard me mention Juan. I don't know this person. I do know he listens. And uh, he actually sent us the first email from the first person that had me because Freebird wanted to send me an email, which I told him it don't fucking count. You can't email me when you got my phone number. Got our first email. He did thank me for uh, you know, the thoughts and prayers for his uh, family member that passed away that was young. And, you know, that's always a tragedy, especially with a child. But thank you, Juan. Uh, like I said, I've got a whole fucking thing of new weed eater string in my pond. Needs it bad, buddy. I know it's a long fucking drive from Texas, though. But I do just extremely appreciate it. <laughs> I mentioned the guy, the young kid earlier. That stopped. Then the next stop I made, this was yesterday now. So this is like hot off the press fucking stories. I mentioned this on a tweet. If you're on a Twitter or parlor account, I posted them pictures. This is the story from that. I said I would, you know, tune in, listen to the rest of the story. This is it. Pull the guy over, you know, you saw it, 86 and 60. Yeah, he's actually pulling this little trailer behind him. Texas tags. I go up there. He is, uh, well, when I first got it to him, he was like weaving and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? Is he drunk? So I get him pulled over. I get up there. Well, like I've said before, I like to do a pasture side approach, especially on this area I was in, because you don't want to get on the fog line side. It's a good chance you get your fucking ass run over. So, I mean, my pasture approach, <clears throat> well, he's looking out his other mirror for me. He never saw me walk up to the passenger side, so I'm just standing there watching him for like a little bit. And I watched this dude open his glove box, take something out of it. It wasn't a weapon or anything. I could see it wasn't a weapon, but he took something out of his glove box, and I watched him stick it under his passenger seat. So after he did that, I kind of knocked on his uh, glass. He rolled his window down. I'm like, uh, hey. Pulled you over to an 86 and a 60. Need your driver's license, registration, insurance. Of course, his uh, driver's license is suspended. Oh, that's my idea. Suspended. What you suspended for? Oh, child support money. We also noticed this dude's got like 10 or 15 fucking just filled prescriptions. Like from Walgreens to CVS something. You know how it's all sealed in the bag. It's just all just... Brand new, just picked them up. I look on his uh, arm. He's got like four fucking bands from the hospital on there. One's a fall risk, uh, all kind of shit. And he's like, well, I'm sorry. I just got out the hospital. I said, well, what's wrong with you? Oh, well, I've got kidney failure. He's got, I don't know, congestive heart failure. He's, I mean, this dude was fucked. He's got all kind of fucking shit wrong with him. Uh, I'm like, okay. I said, uh, would you stick under your seat? Uh Kind of gives me that oh fucking shit look. I said, I was standing here and watched you do it. I said, it don't look like a weapon. What is it? Oh, well, 
my THC vape pen. All right, buddy. Said, you got any weapons in here? No. I said, well, reach down there and grab it. Because I wasn't where I was at. I wasn't in a position. I couldn't open the door or nothing. I said, make sure that's the only thing you come out of there with or shit's going to get bad fast. So he pulls it out. THC vape pen. I mean, it was full, too. I was going to say, dude, you just got fucking out of the hospital and you're getting high? <laughs> oh, it, it helps me with the pain. Like, I ain't heard that shit before, you know, from a 19-year-old. They smoke weed because it helps them with their anxiety. When you're 19, the only thing you should be fucking anxious about is moving out your mama's basement. But I'm like, really, dude? So I took it. <laughs> I ended up just writing him his ticket. Uh, I mean, I could have arrested this dude for all kinds of, for the, the THC pen, cartridges, the speeding. His tags were expired from Texas since March. I'm pretty sure the bosses would have fucking freaked out if I'd have brought this motherfucker in, considering he just got out of the hospital. <laughs> I mean, still had the arm braces on, so I'm like, sometimes you guys like, well, I weighed my options. I wrote him his ticket. Told him to get his shit straight. Uh, it's like, I'm like, yeah, just stay wherever you go in. It's like, yeah, but that's it. I mean, this this motherfucker, that, that's where the pen came from. This motherfucker had just got, I mean, he hadn't been in the hospital three hours. First thing he wants to do is get high. So, yeah, that is just great. The blunt ain't real, but the smoke is. <laughs> Take your ass to real jail, then. The funny part of it is, is if the motherfucker would have left the vape pen where it was at, probably never noticed it. I'd have never seen it because I wasn't looking for it. I was there to pull him over for a ticket. It's called a guilty conscience, like I said before, baby. Like that dude I told you that that was running. I would have never seen this this vape pen because he had it's one of the cars. He had two glove compartments. All his shit was in the other glove compartment. If he had just, if he had just left it where it was. <laughs> never known or nothing about it. So I didn't bring him to jail for it. Uh, I think them things are, if you buy the battery and the cartridges, I think it's about 100 bucks or so. I'm not real sure. I don't buy them. So I don't know. It cost him a little money. So but that's the rest of that story. Guilty conscience will get you caught. He's just lucky. Like I said, I wasn't out there for that. You got anything? You got any more? Sh- stories you want to tell today or anything else i know it's been hot lately this week we've been in our unit since they so wet the that and the the mandate we have in the state of louisiana from our governor where you got to wear a mask and every time you go into business and everything yeah it's been heat index about 109 so if you got to you're already sweating your ass off. If you got to go inside somewhere, it's too cool off. It's kind of hard to do with a fucking mask over your face. So we've just been kind of working in our units lately. And plus, it's been raining. We got quite wet the other day on a funeral. We worked uh, for a fellow officer that uh, passed away. It was off-duty. It was not job-related. It was health conditions. And Kirby lost his face shield in that one, but oh, my God. God, we got rained on. Last time I saw that face shit, he was trying to stick it between his legs. Yeah, it fucking rained. It was miserable rain. I've been in a lot of rain. That was was some miserable rain. Especially when you're sitting there and 
you're ready to go and you start to go and lightning's popping around you and it's pouring down rain. Can't find a funeral director. And you hear them on the radio saying, we can't leave yet. We can't find a funeral director. I was like, motherfucker, you got to be kidding me. I'm going to die from getting struck by lightning out here and I can't find a fucking funeral director. Then we finally get out on the highway. We got to mm-hmm. stop again, and they got the little base thing at sideways rain. Cause the wind's blowing like fifty miles an hour. It feels like well, at least we weren't sweating no more. No, we were no, we were we were beyond sweating though. <laughs> we were wet, but it wasn't from sweat. You uh, know, they say y'all need to stop because now they're rearranging the people in the funeral procession because this person wanted to be here. And I was like, really? We sat there for about another eight minutes. I, I was I was almost at the point where I just put my shit in gear and drove the fuck off. That's what it's about though. Oh, it was. We're gonna it, miss it, bro. Whenever we can't do it no more, we're gonna miss it. Oh, uh, probably so. But that, that, I've got that video on uh, Parlor and Twitter. Also, uh, that TikTok video I put on there. That guy was actually in that. I know him. He's uh was in that funeral procession with us. So if you go look at that, and uh, you'll see the water pouring out of his boot. That was us. I had just about, I was, oh, yeah. just, it was just, it was a miserable ride that day. Yeah. I felt, I felt, <laughs> by the time I got home, I felt the water in my boot all the way over my, all the way over my calf. I still haven't taken a shower. I got so wet that day. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I, I, I could be pretty stinky. I couldn't have got any more wet if I'd have just walked, went home and left my uniform on and laid in the full tub of, tub of water. I wouldn't have got any more wet than the water I was. Oh, it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. All right. All right, we're going to bring this one up to a close. Maybe not as long as some of the other ones, which might make some of you people happy. <laughs> I know I get a little long-winded. Uh, y'all remember to check us out on uh, Twitter at Motor C. Parlors at Motor Chronicles Podcast. And Facebook is Motor Cop Chronicles. And our email is Motor Cop Chronicles at Gmail. Juan, if you uh, send me your mailing address in the email, I will actually mail you a Motor Cop Chronicles podcast sticker since you were my first official email person. So I hope y'all enjoyed the episode. We have, we'll hit this y'all with this other little top music. All right, y'all stop dancing. Stop dancing, people. And, uh, I don't eat tater tots. No, that would be cannibalistic. <laughs> tater tot. And uh, remember, people, always smile because the Iceman could always be behind you. I'm cranking up on the throttle. This is how legends are made.